Welcome to the Blissing Out podcast. My name is Katie Benford, and I'm the founder of the spiritual development brand, Blissing Out. I'm a women's embodiment coach, as well as a master manifestation coach, and it is my soul's mission to help as many women as I can become the most blissed out version of themselves. My intent with this podcast is to help you step into your internal abundance, manifest your craziest desires, and inspire you to take the very first steps into your dream life. Consider this podcast to be your weekly dose of spirituality, motivation, manifestation tips and tricks, mindset hacks, and so much more. I am so excited to be going on this journey with you to help you realize the infinite power that is already within you. Thank you so much for pressing play today, and let's create some bliss together. Hello, hello everyone. I am so excited to be here today. Thank you so much for pressing play on the Blissing Out podcast and welcome back. I am finally back from a little break that I needed. Um, I just got back to Arizona actually after that much needed break and I spent a lot of time with family and it's so nice to see everyone and do a mental reset. But you know, I've just been feeling like I'm so ready to get back into it with you babes and really start pumping out some good podcast content. Um, And so I literally landed um, in Arizona about four hours ago. I came home, went grocery shopping, and now here I am recording this podcast. Um, People have been asking me like, wow, you're going to go do a podcast episode right now. You're going to go record that. I'm like, yes, because I love it. And I cannot wait to talk about this topic. Um, But first things first, I would like to just take a moment to really express my gratitude to you guys because I know that there are so many options for podcasts out there today Um, and especially in the self-development and spiritual development world there is a lot of um, podcasts and I mean there are a lot of podcast options for you out there so I just really want to sit here and say thank you for pressing play on the Blissing Out podcast today I am so 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 grateful for you And I am so excited to be getting into this topic today. Um, This one's going to be a game changer for a lot of people. I just know it. So like I said earlier, um, I'm really excited to be back and just, you know, getting back into it and really start, you know, putting out more podcast episodes and everything. But with that being said, um, if there's ever a topic that you need clarification on or you want my perspective on, please feel free to send me a DM on Instagram, um, you know, and give me a question to go over in my podcast. I mean, I'm so open to that. I'm so open to hearing what you guys are currently struggling with or need more help on. Um, That is why I'm here. So please feel free to do that as well. So I'm just going to dive in today because I feel like this topic can kind of be a tricky one. Um, Triggers can sometimes feel very negative and they can feel like they're um, a negative energy and a negative, you know, emotion attached to these triggers. However, if we're triggered by something, you know, it's usually bringing up old negative emotions or memories that can weigh very heavily on our heart. But triggers can actually be a really good thing. And it gives you the opportunity to really look within and really understand the part of ourselves that is calling out for the attention, the love, the healing, the remembering, whatever it is. There's a part of you that's getting triggered. And that part of you really just wants to be understood, ultimately. So, I'm just going to go into, you know, the reasons why I believe that triggers are actually a good thing. Um, and I'm going to shift the perspective for you because, again, society teaches us like when someone bothers us, it's about them and they're a bad person or they're annoying and we don't get along with them. But what if 
you had the thought that could this, because I'm being triggered right now, could this mean that there's a part of myself that I see in this person that I have not dealt with yet? And that is the place that I choose to live from because I know that if something, if someone bothers me and someone like really gets on my nerves, I know that there is a little piece of myself in that person that I don't like or that I have not dealt with on a personal level. And the fact that they are displaying the same type of behavior, um, emotion, whatever it is that I haven't dealt with, it's awakening that part in me. And that part is saying, please deal with me so I can be free. Please deal with me. So when you get triggered and you make it a negative thing, like you get into an argument with that person or you know, you place the blame on them in any way, that little part of you is going to continue to be resisted by you. And that means you're going to continue to be triggered by that behavior, emotion, you know, whatever it is that that person is doing that's really bothering you. So to go into a little bit more on that, um, this is the first reason why I believe that triggers are actually a really good thing if you believe that they are. So again, it calls attention to a part of you that really needs attention and it just needs to be coddled. And one of my favorite ways to think about this, and this is something that I learned from one of my coaches, she told me, um, instead of trying to bring light to a dark part of yourself, what if you just sat in the dark with it and you really understood it for what it was and you didn't try to make it anything else? It just was there. You didn't judge it. You didn't tell yourself you're a bad person for having this trait or this triggered part of you. What if you just sat with it and really understood what it needed from you? And that was one of the most powerful things because so often we try to make the ugly parts of ourselves um, beautiful. Or you know what I mean? Like we really start to tell ourselves that this is bad, so I have to make it good. But what if you just said, hey, I know you're here to that part of yourself that's triggered. I know you're here. I want to understand what you need so you can be free. And that is one of the most powerful things that you can do for yourself in any type of mindset shift, mindset development, anything, is instead of trying to make the ugly parts of you better or good, sit with them without judgment for 10 minutes and really understand where they're coming from and understand that part of you. And that's when that part of you is no longer going to get triggered because you're not resisting it any longer. The more you resist something, the longer it's going to be there. So next time, you know, instead of you getting triggered and getting to the point of, you know, an argument or something that's a very negative emotion, ask yourself this question. And this is what I do on a daily basis. This is what I do. If I'm ever triggered by someone, I say, what is this triggering within myself? What part of me do I need to understand and let go of? What part of me needs attention right now? And most of the time, it's it's stemming from something that you've experienced in the past. And that's why you're triggered because it, it elicits a negative emotion because it's attached to a negative belief, a negative memory, a negative experience, whatever it may be. It's eliciting that same emotion because it wants to be dealt with and it wants to be understood. 
So when you really sit there and say, okay, what does this part, part of me need and why am I getting triggered by this? How can I work through this within myself and place and be at cause instead of being in effect? And that's what I do every single day. Really just that part of you really just wants to be talked to and walked through the emotions so it can be free. So the second reason why I believe that triggers are actually really good, um, it gives you the opportunity to practice compassion with others. So in NLP, um, we learn and we believe that everyone is always doing the best they can in any given moment with the resources that they have available. And I'm sure you've heard me say this multiple times, but it really is a game changer when you shift your focus to, okay, I'm going to take myself out of the situation. This person, you know, triggered me in some way, in a negative way, but I'm going to take myself out and I'm going to look at this from an objective point of view instead of subjective. You take yourself out. So you're disassociated with that situation. And all you're really going to see is you're going to see the conditioning that is within that person. And it's not their fault because they haven't been awakened to the part of them that is the unconditioned soul level, spirit level part of them. So when you take it out and you just see the conditioning and you see the limiting beliefs that are present within their own mind, you realize they're doing the best they can with the resources that they have available right now. Not every single person is willing to go deep within themselves to elicit change within their life. And that's the reason why when we take ourselves out of the situation, we practice compassion and say, well, they're just not there yet. They're not at a point where they're willing to look within. And, you know, that's fine. Everyone will get there at some point in their life. And if you don't get there, then that's just, that was, you know, the, the choices that and the decisions that were made. But when you do, and when you do take it out, you know, you're going to see the conditioning. You're going to see the limiting beliefs that are present within them. Um, they don't know any better at this point in their life because, again, they haven't been awakened to the option to actually change these things. So number three is... Um, this helps you, once you see triggers as as a positive thing, it helps you drop limiting beliefs. And I know that it can be kind of confusing, but again, a limiting belief is something that was instilled within you as a child or something, a thought that you have been thinking over and over and over again that has become integrated deep within your mind. And when we are triggered by something, We can also go back to that first step that I gave you about it calling attention to a part of you that really just needs to be understood. And then from there, when you're when you're working through those emotions, it can help you remove the limiting beliefs that are creating that triggered feeling. So, for example, I'm going to talk about money because I know money mindset is the most important thing I've ever learned or invested for myself in. Um, um, So. If you hold the belief that money is hard to come by and someone is like continuously talking about how much they make in a month, let's say it's like 20,000 per month they make, that may trigger you into saying something like, oh my God, that's not possible. I would never be able to do that, which is very limiting belief. It means, you know, it makes you believe that money is not unlimited. It's a limited resource and that there's only so much to go around. So What this does, by you being triggered by that and by that person triggering you, if you look within, if you choose to look within instead of getting 
totally triggered where you're in an argument with someone, if you choose to step back and take yourself out of it and say, okay, I'm triggered by what this person said about making 20K per month. How, what belief is this trigger stemming from? And then this brings light to the remaining belief that you believe money is hard to come by. And then again, you can go back to reason one and figure out what part of you is triggered and what needs to be let go in order to not become triggered again. And also in order to instill new beliefs into your mind that will help you become more naturally abundant and wealthy and rich, whatever you want to be. So those are my three reasons. I really believe that you know, being triggered does give you an opportunity to do some soul searching and really look within and, and figure out why you're being triggered. And then from there, and I don't want to say, I know a lot of people say that if you're triggered by something, it's just means that there's a part of you that hasn't healed yet. Um, I disagree. I, I know that there are parts of us that need to be healed, but I choose to say that they need to be understood. Because you're not broken. You don't, like, you don't need to be healed. You need to be, the parts of you that are triggered need to be understood. That is why they're there. It's because, so our minds are so powerful. Our subconscious mind is so powerful. When we go through traumatic experiences or we go through negative experiences and our mind, if our mind doesn't believe that we have the emotional tools or mental tools to work through that or those emotions, our mind literally suppresses those emotions in that moment because it wants us to stay safe ultimately. And if we don't have the tools, if it believes that we don't have the tools available to us to work through it, it will suppress it. And it's a really cool thing. But on the flip side, when we get triggered by something, sometimes that's your mind bringing those old emotions to the surface because it believes that you now have the tools to work through those emotions and work through that experience and really let it go. And so that's why I believe that, you know, these be switching your focus to being triggered is a bad thing to being triggered is a good thing. And it's a, it's an opportunity for you to really begin to understand yourself more that is the game changer because you're no longer actually going to be triggered in a negative way. You're going to continuously be thinking everyone's doing the best they can with the resources that they have available. You know, everyone is doing the very best they can. And this is not personal. And I know that this is not personal. It's just something that they have to work on. But I now have the opportunity to understand myself on a deeper level. So with all of that information, I'm going to give you three different ways that I work through triggers as they come and how you can really begin to understand your triggers and work through them in the present moment. So the first way is I want you to wait to reply. So if someone triggers you in a negative way, I want you to wait to reply. And this could be, you know, in per if it's in person, you say, you know what, I got to step away for a second. Um, if it's on text, you just don't reply. If it's on the phone, you just say, hey, I need some time to process this, whatever it is. So you take 10 minutes and you say, you know, I'm going to take myself out of this situation. And I'm really going to understand where this is coming from. Because most of the time that you're going to see that that person has their own shit going on that they're dealing with and that they need to figure out. But on the flip side, it also points light to 
a piece of you that needs to be understood. So when you take that 10 minutes, though, you're really able to disassociate yourself from the situation and see, see the situation from both sides. Like, how is this triggering me, number one? But also, why is this person triggering me? You know, what is it with, you know, you obviously can't tell exactly what it is within them. But when you say, you know what, they have their own stuff that they're dealing with and their own battles within their mind that they're dealing with, I'm going to choose to look within and figure out why I'm triggered by this and not place the blame on them. Um, and, and, and again, I know it's really difficult to do this. Like society teaches us that we should place blame on others and blame others for our lives and for how we react. But ultimately you have no control over what somebody else does, but you absolutely have control over how you react and how you use the information. And if you choose to use this, the information to start an argument, you know, cut that person off or whatever it may be. You're not choosing it in a way that supports an abundant lifestyle. You're choosing a very easy route because looking within and really understanding where these triggers are coming from is not easy. It takes a lot of grit and a lot of just persistence and really, you know, again, sitting in the dark with your shit. It's hard. It's hard work, um, but it's the most rewarding work I've ever done because I now know why I'm triggered and why this person might be bothering me. It all has to do with me, and I'm at cause for that. And being at cause is the most important thing that you can do for yourself is being at cause because even if you've created a negative situation, when you see it from how have I created this, you also know that you have the power to change it too. So we can change where we're going, who we are, what we want, where we want to be any given moment. At any given moment, you can change your mind and you can change whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish. You know, we get so stuck in, well, I'm too old to start a business. I'm too young to start a business. You know, oh, well, I missed the train for that business idea because somebody else did it, you know. So when you take yourself out of it and you wait to reply, you really understand that this is not personal and this person's already dealing with their own shit. (laughs) So sorry to go off on a tangent there, but I felt like that was really important for you guys to hear. So this is one of my favorite. This is the the second way that I work through triggers. Always assume positive intent. This is something we learn in NLP. And again, game changer. It's been one of the biggest game changers in my life. So we learn in NLP that everyone is living and making decisions based on positive intent. So when someone triggers you, always assume that it's coming from a good place. So here's an example. Let's say you are starting to date again after a really hard relationship and you tell one of your friends like, hey, I'm starting to date again. I'm so excited to get back out there. You know, I've joined this dating app, whatever it is. Your friend says, oh, well, it's not like there's any good guys out there anyway, so you might as well not even try, you know, or whatever they say. Like, well, that's going to be a waste of time, you know, due to their own limiting beliefs surrounding relationships and dating. But now you're triggered because maybe you hold the belief that the, there are just a few good guys out there and they're not going to be attracted to you and whatever it is that you're doing. So while your behavior is saying, I'm starting to date, date again, on a very basic level, you have the belief that there are only a few guys out there, good guys out there, and they're few and far between. You're triggered because 
your friend holds the same belief that there are no good guys out there. And if you are triggered by that, odds are you hold a similar belief. So, or you have, you have held a similar belief in the past that you have had a lot of inner work surrounding that. Um, so, but if you take yourself out of it and you look at it in this situation, look at the intent. Your friend may just be trying to look out for you because she saw how hurt you were from your last relationship. And when you live from this place, it becomes very difficult to get triggered in the first place because you see that everyone's experiencing life in their own specific way. Like no two people are going to have the exact same experience in life. Your experience is 100% unique. And so what your friend might have experienced, you know, with dating or whatever it is, you're going to have a a completely different experience because you don't have the same mind as your friend. And so... But when you really look at it and say, maybe she's just looking out for me, you know, maybe she really did see how much pain I was in after my last relationship. I'm sure this is coming from a good place. Again, you practice compassion. You understand that everyone's doing the best they can at any given moment with the resources that they have available. So, and the last one, which is, again, a game changer. And it's something that I have, (laughs) I've had to work very hard on um, because this was my mantra Um, was that everybody was out to get me when I about, you know, probably about four years ago, everyone was out to get me. Um, My life was run by Murphy's Law. Everything that could go wrong did go wrong. Um, I got into the habit of telling myself this. So of course, that's what I attracted was more issues into my life Um, and more people that were triggering me. So this is my last tip and it's learn to not take anything personally. And again, this one is very, very hard for me. But when we take things personally, it's because there's a part of us that needs help or understanding. So for example, let's just say that, or I have an actually personal example for you. So there's been multiple times where I have been in a situation where I get very triggered or I take things personally when Like, let's say, for example, if someone doesn't text me back, which this is something I work on all the time, but if someone doesn't text me back, I automatically assume, I used to automatically assume that it was because I did something wrong or that they hated me or that they were mad at me or whatever it was until I started realizing like that person probably is just a little busy and they'll get back to me when they can. And if they are mad at me, they'll voice it eventually and we can work through it then. And so what that does is it just kind of, it it takes the part out of you experiencing life from a negative lens and it really helps you experience it from a positive lens. And when you are experiencing life from a positive lens, you're only going to have more positive things come into your life. So I'm going to give you one more example for this one. Um, Let's say that someone cuts you off in traffic on your way to, you know, like an important interview, work, whatever it is. You get all flustered and so pissed off Um, aka triggered and you're just so mad at this guy you're like why did that guy cut me off what did I do you know I was just driving I can't believe he did that I didn't do anything wrong and you start taking it personally like this person did it maliciously and that they hate you and that's why they cut you off but what if you found out that this person you know had a woman who was about to give birth in the front seat and it truly had nothing to do with you or your driving or anything at all you would actually have a lot more compassion. You'd be like, wow, that didn't have anything to do with me. It's actually because he has this woman who's about to give birth and he's trying to get her her to the hospital. So this just comes back to 
placing meaning on things. When we place meaning, negative meaning on things um, from taking things personally, a lot of the times we're wrong and it's just our mind creating noise. And when we actually just look at a situation and take it at face value for what it is and we really don't attach good or bad meaning on it, it's just a moment. And it's just a moment that's going to pass. It's not going to matter in five years if someone cuts you off tomorrow. So looking at big picture instead of this is the end all be all of this moment is going to carry or I'm going to carry with me for the rest of my life and I'm always going to be pissed off at that one guy that cut me off. When you take it at face value and you say, you know what, that guy cut me off, but I know it has nothing to do with me. He's probably having a bad day. He's doing the best he can. It takes all the pressure off of you. And it really just goes to show you that compassion and understanding is what we need to feed ourselves so then we can feed it to other people. And when we really start to understand why we get triggered, why these triggers are present, um, you know, the parts of ourselves that we stuff down and we don't want to deal with really just want understanding. That's when the game changes because that's when you start focusing on what you want to be grateful for and what you want to create as opposed to focusing on what you do not want to create, which is an absolute, absolute life changer. So that is it for today. This podcast episode was so much fun and I love talking about how we can really flip the script and understand how to change the perspective of negative things that are perceived negative in society and switching them to positive because it really does help improve your life just day by day. So if you enjoyed this podcast, again, I would love to hear about it if you want to leave a review um, or if you want to share it on Instagram, you can tag me and I will repost it on my story. I would love, love, love to see what your guys' thoughts are. If you had any aha moments, I would love to hear about it. So I will look forward to talking to you on the next podcast and spread light. Thank you so much for listening to the Blissing Out podcast. If this episode resonated with you, I would love to hear about it. Please leave a review below about something you learned. Hit subscribe, and as always, feel free to follow me on Instagram, at blissingoutblog. I look forward to your next time tuning in. Spread light.